0: Ayurvedic teacher and registered nurse, Amy Pruitt. I'm therapeutic yoga teacher, Lisa Dumas. We named this podcast, The Radiant Warrior, because we all feel like we're at war with ourselves sometimes. And we need support to learn from our challenges and expand to the next version of who we are becoming. And for us, the practices that we've drawn from, the wisdom traditions of Ayurveda and yoga, bolster us in the real world challenges we face in our lives as women, mothers, daughters, and friends. Ayurveda's simple guidance helps us cultivate enhanced radiance and vitality, and the skills we've acquired from therapeutic yoga soothe an anxious mind and body, inviting contentment and connection to the part of us that isn't afraid. The Radiant Warrior Podcast is yoga, Ayurveda, and real talk to reclaim a courageous heart. We're so grateful to all of you for your responses and reviews. Reviews are a wonderful gift to a podcaster because it helps us grow and become visible to more people. A great way to tell us you value the show is by heading to the iTunes app to subscribe and to offer us a five-star rating. We appreciate you. Well, this week is a little bit different in that I am flying solo. My co-host, my colleague, my friend, Amy Pruitt is away on retreat this week. She is such a busy woman. She owns a yoga studio. She still works as a nurse and an Ayurvedic practitioner. And she is the matriarch of a very full and busy family. She takes care of a lot of people. So I couldn't be happier that she is resting. And uh, I am more than thrilled to be able to host the podcast on my own so that she can have this break. However, I'm not alone in this conversation. I'm so thrilled that one of the members of our community has agreed to spend some time with us here on the Radiant Warrior podcast. As you may or may not know, Amy and I also create a digital online program that goes hand in hand with this podcast. We call it a Radiant Year and our community can choose to spend an entire year with us or they can be a part of this program by the season. So we've just wrapped up our first digital program together, A Radiant Fall. This began on um, the first day of fall, and it's been going on for the past 12 weeks. And we've offered a video every single week that is full of practices from therapeutic yoga and Ayurveda to support our members in reaching their wellness goals for their minds, their bodies and their hearts throughout the season of fall. The season of fall was all about balancing vata or balancing anxiousness and, and having warming Ayurvedic dishes to help ground us. It was all about releasing and letting go just like nature lets go of its leaves as nature starts to turn inward. It's been reflective of that in its tools like specific meditations and imagery and inquiry and movements. So we have had just a a wonderful time recording a class for our community every single week, which we send out on Sundays. And one of the members of that community, Tori Peck, is going to be on the show this episode. But it was really important to us that for those of you who are not called to take this digital course, but enjoy the podcast, do not feel like you are listening to a commercial here. So Tori has agreed to have a conversation with me about herself, because ultimately this podcast is just two women whose lives have happened to be helped so much through the skills that we gain from yoga and Ayurveda, but above all else, you know, we're just real people doing our best in this world so the intention for this episode as well is simply to have a very real conversation with someone who is doing the work with someone who was seeking some new techniques to build her own toolbox of healing and she has been a part of the radiant year and a part of our radiant fall She is a traffic reporter from San Diego and a voiceover talent. And I'm just so thrilled to welcome Tori Peck. Hi, Tori. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for chatting with me.
1: Oh, are you kidding? It's my honor. I'm so happy to be here. I just, I love what you and Amy are doing. And this is just, this has seriously become my, almost like my weekly going to church I
0: love it so much. <laughs> oh, I love that. And I will for sure let her know. So a traffic reporter, thats seems like a really cool job. And I'm just curious about the stress of that job. Like what's uplifting about that job and what is stressful about that job?
1: Yeah, I I absolutely love what I do. I, I had no intention of becoming a traffic reporter. I kind of got into the voiceover world. So I do radio commercials and, you know, sometimes you have to supplement your income. It can be cyclical. And literally I was driving on the freeway one day and traffic reporter popped into my head. So, you know, I kind of did some research and, and found my way into the traffic reporter world and kind of talked my way in. And the thing I love about it is you you kind of get to be a bit of a detective. So there's an accident. You can see on the map the slowing and all the red and why is that happening? And so you kind of have to figure things out. And then I report on multiple stations. So I have to make sure my timing is on point for each station and what and all of their needs. And that's the part that can be a little bit stressful. It's the, the timing of everything. And even on top of that is really the hours that I keep that is that's the part that can be a little bit challenging because I work a split shift. So I work five in the morning to nine in the morning, and then I come back and I work three o'clock to 630 p.m. So um, talk about kind of, you know, wedging into your social life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to fit so many things in. you're trying to be the best person in your career. And then you're trying to also be the best person for your family, for your animals, for your other obligations. So that would be the part that would be a little bit on the stressful side.
0: How do you do with sleep and what time do you need to get up in the morning to be there for five? I'm
1: i I'm pretty regimented uh, because sleep to me is one of the most important things that you can give yourself. So I make sure I, I go to bed by, at you know, at the latest nine o'clock. And then, you know, and I get up around four, something like that. And then in the middle of my day after my errands or, you know, taking care of my horse or whatever else I'm doing, I I make sure I get a nap in. And that could be an hour. And I know not everybody has the luxury of taking a nap. But when you work a split shift, basically you get up at four in the morning and you end your day at seven at night. Mm -hmm. You darn well better get something in there to Mm -hmm. rest. And for me, my voice is basically my moneymaker. So if I don't rest, I lose my voice. Mm -hmm. so that's I just I make it a priority
0: I did a morning show once upon a time and the afternoon nap is absolutely essential so no I don't see it as a luxury and I'm interested because hearing you talk it makes me think about what Amy teaches as an Ayurvedic teacher. She teaches putting people on a schedule, especially if they're feeling anxious, especially if they have that that Vata dysregulation that we talk about so much here when we talk about the Ayurvedic view of the human body, the doshas, and how if right. we're feeling anxious and, and if we have that sort of chaotic, mobile quality within really living in the mind and lots of stressful thinking that one of the things that we can do is put ourselves on a schedule, wake up at the same time, go to bed at the same time, have that afternoon nap, eat at the same time. It sounds like it's just part of your life to put yourself on that kind of schedule in order to do your life. Do you find that that helps to ground you? Absolutely.
1: And it it took a while to get there. um, Because when I first started in, you know, early morning hours, um, boy, I, I mean, I I didn't know what the heck my body was all over the place. And I gained weight, weight pretty quickly. Um, I, I, I noticed I was a little more short tempered. And, you know, and then it kind of dawned on me, you know, sleep and your diet. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's just so essential in your in your well being. Um, And I did, I find my, I found myself, you know, more anxious. So I kind of, after a while figured out like, okay, I need to get my health and my nutrition and my sleep under wraps here. And, and my schedule has changed over the years. I've been doing this for about 17 years and things have changed along the way. My schedules have changed um, different. I've had different duties. And so I've had to kind of reinvent and revamp what I do, what I eat, when I eat, and when I sleep. But, you know, after a while, you you kind of find a system that works for you. And, you know, honestly, really, you guys have helped me so much in kind of regrounding myself and learning about Ayurvedic has really helped a lot. It's been very eye-opening, so I'm, I'm thankful for that.
0: And it's kind of cool to hear that you are innately doing something to help yourself when it comes to your sleep, because I remember when my sleep was more erratic because of those huge morning hours, I would be hungrier. Because if we're not getting Uh, enough sleep, then our body is reaching for energy somewhere. And so I would definitely be reaching for more food and maybe food that wasn't exactly serving me. I know we don't like to talk about bad or good here. But that is one of the byproducts that can come of not enough sleep and waking up at that ungodly hour to get on the radio. Yeah,
1: it's true. You end up Oh, I'll just have more coffee and I'll have, you know, that bagel. You know, it's like, a, it's all like carb and sugar and no, I agree that they're not bad things, but if you're relying only on them and you're using them to get yourself back up again, that's when it, that's when it, that's when it becomes not helpful to you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you kind of have to realize, all right, my jeans aren't fitting great. <laughs> I don't feel well, <laughs> you know, I'm being short tempered. Mm-hmm. I'm anxious. So something's got to change here.
0: It sounds like you have a lot of mindfulness about your experience. And so tell me about making the choice to take this weekly course, a Radiant Fall, part of a Radiant Year digital course with us. What were your wellness goals for your mind and your body and and your heart going into this program?
1: Well, I feel like I don't believe in coincidences. I feel like things happen for you when you really ask for them, even if it's not out loud. And I had an extremely challenging year. I had a, um, a really painful breakup. Someone I was with for many, many years lived together. You know, it feels actually more like a divorce. And um, from that, there were other, other underlining things and other relationships that fell by the wayside. And so it's been a very painful year. And magically, <laughs> you guys came along. And um, and I think sometimes when you're just in that kind of dark place, um, you maybe don't even realize that you're reaching for help. And I needed something. I needed something to help me move forward in a in a healthy way. And so finding your program has really helped me. I mean, you start off kind of with the physical aspects, your your weekly videos have been so helpful and really I mean even for your mind you just like you get focused on your body but then you start doing the work of the body work and then you start realizing wow I'm actually feeling better and then you know you start incorporating the ayurvedic diet and you know and just looking into nutrition and something that might be better for your body and then all starts to form together. And I, I really needed to get into a better headspace. I needed, you know, I, I mean, I lost a ton of weight. I mean, they they call it the divorce diet. You, know, you, you leave that and then you drop a ton of weight, but it's not in a healthy way. And so for me, this has just been mind, body and soul just so helpful. And now coming to the towards the end of this year, I am such a different person that I was in the beginning and this has helped me so much I mean I will be you know like down in the dumps and feeling so tired and I'll do one of your workouts and I am just like yes I have Mm -hmm. energy I feel great I'm ready to go conquer the world so it's been really really helpful to me
0: Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We appreciate that so much. And I love how you described the program. And that was very intentional, how we offer it seasonally. And there are many people that are taking it for the entire year. But we did start it by focusing on practices that are using the physical body. We're kind of going through in a very accessible real world way the Yogic map of a human being and so we started by offering practices where you're using your physical body and most of us if we go to the gym or if we go to a yoga class or a Pilates class or we do a workout video that is the way into so much it's getting out of our mind mm-hmm. and then doing something with our body using our body and 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 we like to think that we can think our way out of things and, and we, we want to learn mm-hmm. and we we want to go on these paths of self-discovery, but sometimes just getting into the body we're going to feel better and and we don't have to have all the answers, but when we feel a little bit more uplifted then it makes putting one foot in front of the other a little bit easier because it's no joke what you've been in and also let's make no mistakes about it when we're in acute pain, when we're experiencing grief because of the loss of whatever we are experiencing. We really you know, can't have huge expectation for ourselves. It's a real honor to hear that the course was there for you when you needed it. And, um, you know, we hope that you're taking care of yourself in in other ways as well.
1: Yeah, I I am. I mean, boy, you you were talking about how, you know, you're thinking and your mind and you can't think your way out of something. And boy, I mean, I mean, you hit that nail on the head. It's just because that's all you're doing when you're going through whatever it is you're going through, whatever kind of grief and pain or change, you know you're just you're thinking and thinking and thinking and you do try and just like how can I get better how can I well you know what could I have done what should I have done and to be able to take your body and use it to help calm your mind is a true gift and I I do I have other things I mean I I like to run and hike I have a horse I horseback ride I you know take my dog out for walks and you know friends and we do things and so that that is all really really good but you know, the difference is what, what you're offering. And with yoga, it, I mean, you have the physical aspect, which is what I'm always looking for because it does just make me feel better, but this feels better on a different level because it also, it really does calm your mind down and it makes you kind of rethink things. And it gives you, it gives you an energy when you're tired and it calms you down when you're over anxious. It's, it's pretty magical. And so I did yoga, you know, years ago, it's been a long time. So it was such a great reminder, like, hey, you know, this is this is more than just physical, this really does, you know, help your well being all all around. Um, but your course is, is just something special, because, you know, you do it each week, and it's with purpose. You know, you do one course, and then the next week it leads into the next thing, and and then you know, really, like I said, you know, towards the end of the year, it's like, wow, I feel amazing. Mm. I'm, and I am ready to take on 2020 now. Like I am just, <laughs> I'm ready to start dating again. I'm, I feel great. I've had somebody just told me that the other day, um, well, you're like in your prize fighting weight now. <laughs> that means exactly well I'm going to take it like
0: you probably learned a lot you know our relationships are such teachers and um I'm sure you're going to take all of those lessons into whatever life holds in store for you in 2020
1: definitely absolutely yes
0: yeah it sounds like that. you are very intentional. And hearing you talk about kind of getting back into some yoga philosophy, this course is is um not just for yogis. I mean, it's it's really for anybody. You don't have to have any yoga experience to move into it because we're not offering these long drawn out um advanced yoga practices at all. They're very intentional oh. movements. but sp- yeah,
1: it's not like um, i am not bendy by any means i'm very strong i am not flexible i am i'm not the one who's gonna sit and do yoga i want to go out and like conquer the world but i knew i needed something different and oh no it's it's very doable it's challenging in a great way but extremely doable and uh oh, just i feel so much better after doing it
0: yeah you are you're reminding me of my first days in those practices because for me, I was so much living in my mind that kind of paying attention to how I was breathing and just breathing fully really probably for the first time and paying attention to where I was placing my feet and my arms, it helped me to become present. And I think just being present in certain situations is really all that we can do because... Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they,
1: I, I've heard that... Also, when you have that anxious, anxious mind, the best thing you can do is stop and look at, okay, the leaves are green, the, mm-hmm. you know, the ground is, dirt, you know, dirt or, you know, whatever. But um, you can do that within your body with yoga, too, just in that, what you just said, when you just said, you know, focus on your, you know, your, your hands gripping the mat or, you know, and just that focus of, of paying attention to your body and all those little things, it really does just help you bring you back to yourself Mm -hmm. and you come out of it after you do the practice you just you feel like a different person
0: Mm -hmm. yeah there is nothing like being present whenever i record this podcast and i'm doing it right now i always hold on to this rock It's a heart-shaped rock that I found uh, on a beach in San Diego, and it fits perfectly in my hand, and it helps to keep me tethered right here, right now, because that is not an easy place to be, but you're so right. Sometimes, especially in challenging times, the only thing that we can do is just feel our feet on the ground and feel whatever we're sitting on or lying on supporting us and feel air on skin and and breath in our bodies, because no matter what is going on hopefully right here right now just this moment hopefully you know everything is okay and and we have that you know so i'm glad right. to hear that um you know the gift of the present moment was there for you through this course you've been so generous in speaking about this course i mean really i'm t- totally Um, honored and and blown over but I'm I'm interested in maybe some specifics if you wouldn't mind what are a couple of the skills that you have taken from the program that that you are using in your day-to-day life because I would say that our biggest intention is that this is a program that very busy regular human beings can use and easily Mm -hmm. add um, very actionable skills into their life to make a difference, but very simple, non-overwhelming practices.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you really can. I mean, if you've if you've never done yoga before, you can you can do this. And even if you're someone like me who's like, well, I want to go for a run because I want to sweat, I want to work, I want to get out of my head. You know, it 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 does that, but just in a different way. And the fact that you have a video and you can do it in the privacy of your own home, and I highly recommend doing that. Just do it alone. Just take time for yourself, so you can do it whenever you want. And trust me, I, I, you know, like like many people, I have a crazy busy schedule, and so, you know, when am I going to do it? Well, I can do it whenever I want. And then you just need to make it a priority. You know, we have to put ourselves first, and you're going to do it. To do it once a week. Once a week, you can fit that in. And the fact that when you open up the program and you've got a video that you can work out to, you learn so much. I mean, there are movements and techniques that I didn't realize were so great for your digestion. Like, I didn't know I could, you know, sit and move my stomach around in circles. And then all of a sudden, I feel so much better. Like, I don't feel like I ate that burrito last night. You know, it's, that's incredible. And then right there, you also have the um, different, you have different great recipes and it's per season. So some nice Mm -hmm. yummy soup for this time of year Mm -hmm. Um, and tips about Ayurvedic diet and taking the Ayurvedic quiz, finding out, you know, what, what you are, what's best for you, what foods are better for you to eat. I mean, really all of that together. And you really do. You just, you just, you need to put yourself first. You just do love yourself first, take care of yourself first. Because then you can be a better mother, partner, friend, daughter, whatever, you know, whatever's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And and really, I mean, an hour, once a week, mm-hmm. you can do it. But if, I, if I can do it, anybody can do it.
0: That's so good to hear. That was really important to us. We know that everybody is busy. And so we release this video every Sunday morning because we figure, all right, maybe maybe at some point on Sundays they'll have time. But then we have the whole week. Um, And then support through the week in order to watch it and the video can even be watched in pieces Um, So that's good to hear that it's manageable for you and you're right there are so many different tools um, Physically and with the breath and some inquiry for the mind And I want to ask you about that because it's a seasonal program so we just went through Um, the season of fall, the radiant fall. And so we talked a lot about grounding and we talked a lot about letting go because as we watch the leaves of the trees fall, we can be inspired by what's going on in nature. Fall is the season of the Dosha Vata, so it's breezy and it's dry. And fall, we tend to feel that quality within. We tend to feel more anxious in the fall and our schedules ramp up. And I think we can all agree that's pretty much how fall was and so we were asking at uh you know during some of the courses we would have specific visualizations or specific meditations or specific inquiry to go with the seasons and we asked things like you know what what needs to be grounded or what wants to be released or recently we taught a little bit about boundaries and we asked okay you know what boundary needs to be set when what came up for you, if you don't mind sharing, um, in some of those inquiries?
1: I think um, release is probably the biggest for me. Um, just releasing of negative thoughts about myself, about these uh, this big relationship that was lost, um, at, because I can have the most obsessive mind. And play that scenario over, over and over and over, over again. I think a lot of us can, you know, relate to that. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was just releasing that and, and being mindful of positive talk towards myself rather than the negative and, you know, having a lot of forgiveness and, and moving forward. That's, that's the goal. Um, Boundaries is also a really good one. You mentioned boundaries. And having those healthy boundaries, you know, putting putting you first. So mm-hmm. I, that's that's kind of my the biggest for me is it, re- releasing the old and, you know, not just releasing bad feelings towards um, previous relationships, but you know, bad feelings towards myself or my part in it, and 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 moving forward in a in a more healthy way and being kinder to myself and and having a lot of forgiveness for Mm -hmm. me, for, you know, other people and, and making sure moving forward, there are those healthy boundaries.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't mind me using a couple of things that you said this, that may be helpful for our listeners, you mentioned having more of that obsessive kind of mind. And this is a podcast where we talk about concepts from therapeutic yoga and from Ayurvedic Ayurveda which is the sister science to yoga and so we talk about how yoga views a human being as having these three sort of energies within just like you can't see our emotions there's something that you can't see and they're symbolic but they make so much sense so what I heard you talk about when you're talking about the quality of your mind having obsessive thoughts so sort of thinking over and over again the same kinds of things, maybe replaying conversations, maybe being hard on ourselves in the same way over and over. I do want to offer that that's familiar to me. That sounds like my mind, and that is more of a Pitta mind. So we spent a lot of the fall talking about Vata and that sort of an Eastern way of viewing this big word anxiety, and when I work with clients, I'm offering them practices to balance that, really smoothing, calming breath techniques and ways of moving the body so you have more of a sense of calm within the body. But we touched on it in the Radiant Fall, we're moving, we'll be heading more into it throughout the winter and then in the summer when we get to our Radiant Summer portion, um, that is Pitta season, we'll talk about that even more. But I love how you are just innately learning or you've come to through many of the experiences in your life that what is so helpful for a Pitta mind is heart opening thoughts. You know, that's mm. that's that's what yeah. a Pitta person needs to do. We work hard and we drive ourselves hard. And then if that gets imbalanced within us, we can get really controlling of ourselves and others and we are thinking can get really obsessive. And anything that takes us out of that and takes us out in nature, and with animals, you know, you mentioned that you have a horse and a dog and you spend time with friends, all of that being in community is very opening for the heart and that's that's really balancing for pitta so i don't know maybe you need to be on this show with us like you've got it all figured out (laughs) you're doing great (laughs) Uh,
1: well thank you for that i mean i you guys have helped me so much and that's the biggest part and I still have a ways to go I mean who doesn't know, we, had, <laughs> we, had, we, had, <laughs> we had Thanksgiving just recently and oh, I you know I, I definitely wasn't my best I had a lot of emotions come up unexpectedly and um, I really I wasn't I wasn't my best towards my mom I I just I really surprised myself and was really really beating myself up for a good couple of days and I really have found, I'd say over these past handful of months, um, you know, I'm trying on my new voice and my, and my new life. And so I find that I can be, um, very reactive and protective of myself. And, you know, when you say heart opening, uh, that is so important. And I, I, you know, it's like, okay, well, now I've got to find that, that balance of, my heart was way too open and now I've closed it off and now don't even try it with me buddy you know <laughs> and so now I'm trying to find the pendulum t- in the middle there mm-hmm. and so it's it's definitely work in progress I'm definitely so much further along than I was um, you know the, the the pain has lessened so much I'm I'm in at so much a happier place and you know it, and it's still it will take steps but that's you know like when they call yoga practice you know that's that I think is the the big part of it you just every week you practice and you and you start over and you try again and you learn from your mistakes and you just keep moving forward
0: Hmm. Yeah. And an- another way that we've been handling this course is we've been not only moving through this yogic map of a human being, so offering tools for the physical body and then tools for breath. We're getting on to the tools for the mind through the radiant winter and um, meditation tools and then kind of tools to promote connection with true nature even though I mean there's not one practice that you can do that doesn't affect all the different layers it's just the way we're creating things in a linear fashion in this course but we're also moving through um, What we call chakras or energy centers and for anybody who's interested in learning more about that uh, Amy and I dedicated two whole episodes on that entire system And it's not something that you have to believe in or think that is real to use as a healing resource It's just that we all know we have different qualities within us like personal power and self-esteem and emotion And working with this system is just working with different practices that help us balance these different qualities and so we went through um, qualities that are related to our first energy center so grounding and creating a firm foundation a sense of security and safety and then we did move through the second energy center which is about emotions and we talked uh, about the emotions of fear and sadness and guilt and shame. And then we left off in a radiant fall in the third energy center where we were talking about will and courage and boundaries. And you just mentioned, you know, learning to use your voice. And I I did want to highlight that coming up in the coming months, we will eventually make our way to the fifth energy center. And that really is all about using your voice. And I just have to say, and I'm sure everyone listening will agree that your voice is beautiful, you use your voice for a <laughs> living, and you use it very well. Yeah. And you're very open with hey. it. So you yeah. seem very, very balanced there. Oh,
1: I appreciate that. You know, it's, a, it's definitely a work in progress. And you know, I say uh you mentioned, it, whether you know, whatever your beliefs are, you know, with chakras and healing, you know, that the thing is, I think what's most important is is really having an open mind and being open to trying new things. Because all I know is that throughout my life and and the different relationships that I've been in and things that I've done, you know, maybe it wasn't working so well. So maybe doing something different is going to help. So maybe trying something new is going to be what helps you. Mm -hmm. So I say, Mm -hmm. let's say yes to everything.
0: Mm. almost everything mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that I love that and you have already said really beautiful things about the course and I and I don't want um this episode to just be straight up commercial and I know that you're being so authentic um but yeah. but so, Well, that's the thing
1: I you know when I find something I love I scream it from the mountaintops I share it with everyone. I mean, listen, I bought a Toyota 4Runner and I could be a commercial for them because <laughs> I love that car so much. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I truly, when I find something that has really helped me and that has so many facets, I mean, it's not just, you know, it's a physical asset, it's a mental asset, spiritual asset um, and nutrition. So it's like, oh, come on now, this is, and this has really helped me. I've, I went through a really heinous painful year and so I found something that helps me out of that so you bet I'm gonna tell people about it
0: well we so appreciate that and we endorsed by yeah that's right you do my goodness and you know we the beauty of this is that Amy and I we haven't uh, pre-created it we are co-creating it along with our community and we are creating the video content each week and then we're releasing it that Sunday and we are including what we're hearing from our community and when we get feedback and questions and and anybody who signs up for the program does share with us their wellness goals for their mind, their body and their heart and we make sure to tend to those the best we can. And so um, I'll I'll ask for you to share this uh, to help us Mm -hmm. and also just to speak it out loud and use that beautiful voice of yours. Um, you said that 2019 was a challenging year. So, what are those intentions for 2020?
1: 2020 is really opening up my heart again, and and trusting trusting myself, um, and getting that confidence back again, and you know being able to put myself back out there, um, and and just trusting that you know this this new all the lessons that I've learned from this is going to take me into the new year and um it's going to be you know it's going to be different it's going to be better and you know I may be like a you know baby colt out there with its wobbly legs <laughs> but you know eventually they'll strengthen back up again and and um you know I'll be on my way mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. i i feel like i'm i'm i'll still be looking for guidance to you know, help me start this, this new year and this new life, opening up my heart back again, that's going to be that's going to be my biggest, my biggest goal.
0: What Amy and I like to do is kind of whittle our intentions for the new year down to a word. And then we allow that word or phrase to be like our North Star. And then we think about that often. And we might even place that word in a special place in our home. So we see it all the time. And then we oh, can be, that. yeah, we can be asking ourselves, we can be, okay, this this action, how does that does that take me closer to or further away from that North star of ours? And so mm-hmm. you know, you might need to think about it for a moment or maybe it's just really obvious based on you what you said, but what would your word be for 2020?
1: Wow. I you know, the the only word that came to me was love. Mm. Um and maybe that's a little too general. No. But um I really love that idea of um having the word and having it in your home. That's that's really cool. I have um rose quartz which is, you know, for your mm-hmm. heart, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I have that, <laughs> right, right, is that right? <laughs> rose quartz for your heart, something like that. <laughs> like, listen, you give me all the crystals and everything, <laughs> I will take them. <laughs> so I have rose quartz on my nightstand, and then mm-hmm. I have this little stone that actually says love, and I've probably had it for years. I don't even know where it came from. But in my unpacking of everything, I found it. So I've got my rose quartz and my little stone that says love right on my nights down there. Yeah. So, you know,
0: you already have you already have your intention for 2020 all around right. the house. And, you know, right? <laughs> there are I, I say this, too, there are certain words that we use a lot and I worry that they lose their power, you know, words like compassion and gratitude. It just becomes or, part of the culture, but it shouldn't. And we can't forget the importance of the word love and its related words of compassion and gratitude and kindness because this work, I'd say the heart of the work that we're trying that we're putting together in in our program a radiant year is What Marianne Williamson said uh, in her book so long ago, which is a spiritual life is returning to love and unlearning fear because we've just been taught (laughs) scarcity and fear and lack. And I think it takes a reminder of looking at a piece of paper that says love on it to choose the loving thought and to choose the loving word and action over what might immediately come to us based on the way our brain works and our negativity bias and all of that, what will immediately come to us is our base fears. So it takes effort to focus on love. So I, I, if that's your word for 2020, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> and that's it. It's love, baby
0: all right well and that goes it's that's funny that goes so well with what's coming up in a radiant winter because here we are now um we're heading towards the solstice so every day is getting shorter and shorter and shorter until the 22nd and then after that every day starts to get longer and longer and longer and Um, earlier humans, our ancestors used to celebrate the solstice because that night we were celebrating the returning of the sun, the returning of light. So a radiant winter um, that is starting on the solstice on December 22nd, it will go for 12 weeks following that, is going to be just that, is going to be more about the heart space and how to create that illumination from within even though we were still in the darker chillier months I love that yeah it lines up perfectly with your intention it just it's perfect that you're with us
1: (laughs) (laughs) timing is everything yes yes no coincidences (laughs) no
0: well Tori we cannot say thank you enough for agreeing to spend this time on the podcast and just being so generous with your words thank you so much
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for everything, the gifts that you have given me and I'm sure many people. um, I can't thank you enough, honestly. I really, I really am so grateful. So grateful I found you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Radiant Warrior podcast. If you found it valuable, please leave us a positive review to help others find it. And please check out the Radiant Warrior podcast on Instagram and Facebook to leave us your questions and find out where you can come and practice with us next.